What up, world? Thanks for listening to the Sac City Podcast. While you're here, do us all a favor and hit that follow button. Then join us every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday for more top-tier NFL content. Welcome to the city. City, welcome in everybody to another edition of the Sac City Podcast. I'm your host, the one and only Vinny Milani, joined as always by my best friend in the whole entire world, Aaron, the Mukesiah Mukes. Below us, we have your boy, the reigning. This is your last day. This is your last day as this, but you are the reigning, the defending, the undisputed, not so heavyweight valedictorian of the show. He is. AJ Johnson. Forever. It is a beautiful July 1st <laughs> evening here in the city. It's Aaron, July 1st morning. It? I said, oh, did I say evening? Yeah. 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 One day I you'll get it. Anyways. I suck anyways. Aaron, <laughs> how goes it? Uh, it's good. I'm hoping my internet connection is better tonight. I put it in the exact same spot as to where it was working yesterday. So we'll <laughs> see how long that lasts. Uh, and Vinny's audio sounds funny. I know mine sounds funny because I don't have not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. Should sound better now. Nope. <laughs> nope. Doesn't sound better. No, it sounds like probably you're on, on your AirPods. Phone. Sounds like you're on the oh, phone. Oh, it does call. sound like my AirPods because I was on my AirPods. Yeah. Uh, that's what yeah. that's yeah. what it is. Oof. Oof. Cool. Ooh. You know, hey. You know, rough starts. You know, you want to, if you want to run it back, we can, hey, welcome in. <laughs> no, 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 no. There is no, this is all live, one take, where we are a one take show here. Uh, it is a beautiful July 1st morning here in the city. Uh, we, I, I, we joke around about it, uh, about AJ being the reigning, defending, undisputed valedictorian of the show for one last day. But we want to have a, we want to give a special congratulations to the final graduate of the Dan Patrick School of Sports Casting. Our very own Dylan Kearns is graduating this afternoon uh, from Full Sail University as the valedictorian, five-course director awards. Dude's been killing it all school year long. Buddy, congratulations. If any of you guys want to say something to, to the little jabroni, by all means, go for it. <laughs> good old scroll neck done did it i'm proud of you man hey congrats uh you deserve it you've worked hard uh second guessing only gets you valedictorian so congrats there you go buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'll say i'll I mean, you guys are being nice i'll say you're welcome i mean without us <laughs> let's be honest i don't know that valedictorian is possible without us uh it kind of was just passed down the line right Vinny. You, you were you're very adamant like well i didn't get valedictorian but you set a standard for all of us which allowed me to get valedictorian which then in turn pushed AJ, aj to get valedictorian and dylan said the hell with you guys i'm the finishing last i should be the best and un- you know i mean not unfortunately fortunately I-, I believe he did eclipse that mark i think he got the highest gpa out of all of us uh he got the first hundred in recent class and now valedictorian uh, i'm very yeah. proud of my son very, very proud of my senior. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah dylan yeah, yeah. congratulations buddy we're gonna go enjoy it with you uh tomorrow afternoon all of us are gonna be there aj you're gonna be there for the graduation yeah, uh I'll be there tomorrow later. we'll all be together celebrating the special day for dylan because it is a special one graduating college is no easy task even if it's at full sale it's no easy task and he deserves every bit of recognition that he is gonna hey. get today I gotta say this. Uh, I know we're getting into this real quick, but I'm I'm kind of hyped, man. I get to meet Tammy and uh, and uh, Papa Kearns tonight, Scotty. man. I'm oh, uh, Scotty. Scotty, thank you. I'm uh, I, I, if 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 we're not there for lunch tomorrow, blame Dylan and Scott. Like, 100%. Oh man, Scott, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. He's been saying he's been dying to meet all of us. Tammy is a wonderful lady. She is a saint. Uh, I got a great to hockey meet. player. She yeah yeah. Um, all right, let's get into this. So tonight we are talking fantasy football. It is a fun and games Friday here in the city. We are going to be doing a triple threat. <laughs> mo- what do you, what, what, what is happening? What? You said tonight again. It's today. Let's change the show, show to good evening, Sack City. <laughs> God damn it. Hold on. Let me get a refresher here. Let me get a refresher. Okay. Good morning, Sack City. Okay. This morning we have a triple threat steel cage mock draft fight to the death drafting the best team in a ppr league 12 teams we're going head to head to head to see who has the best squad in our summer edition mock draft we are going to we're, we're going to get right into it aj you got to play the bills that's that's first on the dock but then after that we're going to spin the wheel to determine the draft order and then we're going to get right into it so aj load up those golden pipes and tell the beautiful people at home where they can follow us at Yes, absolutely, positively. Good morning, Sac City. Thank you so much for rocking with us on another Fun and Games Friday. We got a mock season. I'm so excited, my first mock. You can catch it. I'm sure it's going to be posted on all of our wonderful social medias at Sac City Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. So head on over to both of those, that one and the other one, and then add three to those both so you get all five. And make sure you hit those likes, those shares, and those comments. And uh, come on back tomorrow and do it again. And then the day after, and the day after, and the day after. It is good morning, Sac City. Hashtag GMSC at the Sac City Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Vinny, take it away however you please. Do I have to? Do I have to? Yes. We are Good Morning Sac City. If you uh, are listening to us on a podcasting platform, please drop that review. We are going to get into our mock draft here right now. I'm going to pull up the wheel, uh, the Sac City Wheel of Fortune here to determine our draft order. Let's see how it looks here. Boom. There it is. You know how it, you know how I do. You know how we do. All right. Aaron, you get the first spin. Wait, what? Never mind. Go ahead. Is there is there is there a problem? No, no, you're good. Okay, good. You get the first spin here. Are you ready to spin that <laughs> wheel? <laughs> Doesn't matter where I pick because uh, as the fantasy god himself, uh, I will win. Oh, okay. pick four, Derek Henry. So you're gonna pick fourth in our 12 team mock draft. Make sure you go ahead and select the fourth position. AJ, you ready to spin that wheel? Did I do it right? I think I so. That was right? beautiful. It was beautiful. 
Oh, right after. Ooh, Pick right five. after. Yeah, love it. Spot. Ooh. Well then. Can I get six? Can I get three? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> this is where. Uh, nope. Definitely not gonna get Jonathan anywhere Taylor. near. <laughs> oh, he's gonna get twelve. Oh, nice. I got the 11th pick in the draft. So that's how it goes here. I have the 11th pick. AJ has the fifth pick and Aaron has the fourth pick. You guys ready to get this thing going? You don't have a choice because we're starting it right now. All right. Wow. This is so beautiful. It's already great. Um, I, I, I thought maybe Christian McCaffrey could fall. Like, I, I thought for sure Jonathan Taylor was the top overall pick. Um, you know, you know, we like to give our little thought processes here, Vinny. It's as I, easy as it there is. There is no thought is process to, take, to this. No, 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 no. As easy as it is to take a Jonathan Taylor here, um, there might be a little regression this year. And I love Austin Eckler in that offense. But, but, um, I hate Jonathan. But nothing. I am going to take. I'm Wait, going to take Austin. I am going to take Austin Eckler. Did you say you wow. hate Jonathan Taylor? Yep. Why? I'm not a big Jonathan Taylor. I you got to elaborate. Eckler. You can't just say that and not elaborate. Uh, it's on a that personal one. thing. It's not that. I know. Don't get me wrong. He, he could go number one overall, and I'm not knocking anybody for taking. Um, I there's. I'll give you my my reasons why I think there's a little bit of regression. I think his passing usage is not going to be as high. I think Matt Ryan. Um, in the backfield, I think Naheem Hines is going to be used a little bit more in the pass game. Um, and I do like them to open that offense up just a little bit more than we've seen last year instead of just relying on that, hey, let's pound at Jonathan Taylor 25 times and then, you know, run play action. Because I think they trust Matt Ryan uh, a little bit more than they trust him personally. But again, is he going to be RB1? Is he going to be a top five back? Yeah, sure. Yeah. And and this this is actually a pro, like, I, like, I do these, we do these mocks sometimes in the off season. If you're drafting against the computer in the mock draft, sometimes they just go wild and they yeah. select Christian McCaffrey, then Derek Henry, then Cooper cup and leave Jonathan Taylor there, who has been almost, almost the consensus number one pick in most fantasy drafts. And you get these situations where you kind of have to do figure it out. And now we learn that Aaron is not as high. On it's Jonathan. A win. It, and it's, it's a and win it's, either way, right? You're getting Jonathan Taylor and Austin. Yeah. Probably not, the two top two backs from last year and they're going four or five. So, so what makes you, what yeah. makes you like Austin Eckler more than Jonathan Taylor? PPR leagues. I love guys that catch out of the backfield because you can okay. have a bad rushing game. For instance, Derek Henry, he has 25 carries, but they shut him down for 68 yards and no touchdown. He's used, right? Austin Eckler could go 18 carries, get 45 yards on the ground, maybe be useless on the ground, but he's also going to give you five catches for another 40 yards, which is going to, boost that value. And I think with him, it's very similar to Christian McCaffrey. The floor is so high that I'm yeah. willing to take that floor over maybe giving up a little bit on the ceiling side of somebody like a Derek Henry. Or, uh, Fair enough. Fair enough. And, and, and with these picks, you really, you can't go wrong. AJ, you were on the clock though, at pick five in the first round, where is this? Are you done? So, it? I, I do find this really funny because if you recall last year, this is exactly where I picked Jonathan Taylor in our league. And you yep. asked me why Jonathan Taylor? And it was personal. I was like, I have a good feeling he's going to be a lot better this year, but we it's personal. I don't have anything there. So it's really funny that we're just turning around that thought process here with it's personal for him and why he's not. Um, 
yeah, I mean, had he taken Jonathan Taylor, I would have taken Austin Eckler here. I had thoughts of a Justin Jefferson, uh, but I am going to take Jonathan Taylor, who's fallen to me. And I do like Jonathan Taylor. I, I, I think Matt Ryan enjoys having himself uh, a running back of his caliber. I remember the days of Devontae Freeman, what he could do with that. So I don't think that um, Jonathan Taylor, and I know you didn't say this, Aaron, but I don't think Jonathan Taylor is devoid of passing talent uh, in the in the passing game out of the backfield. And I think they'll find ways to do that a little bit more with him and Naheem this season too. So I, I, I can see a small uptick possibly for him in the yeah. passing game, but even still 1,800 yards, uh 18 touchdowns I, i'll i'll take that again so uh yeah. even even if a regression i'll take 16 and 16 let's go <laughs> yeah yeah and i remember last year we did call you stupid before drafting jonathan taylor uh in the top five it ended up paying off uh Blind well squirrel let's be honest it was it was yeah. stupid. At, his, at his adp it was stupid it just worked out it would be like me this year saying, find I'm taking Devontae Williams with the number two overall pick. And then, lo and behold, he ends up being the number two overall guy. And you're like, oh, see, I was smart. No, I'm you, a genius. Freak. You just got lucky, dog. Not. You just got lucky. But okay. I'm on the clock I'm here. With, I'm on the clock here with pick 11. And something that I'm going to do here in this mock, obviously, I'm going to try to build the best team better than both of you jabronis. Uh, but I'm also going to be trying some new things because one of the be biggest benefits of draft of mock drafting early and often before your actual draft is to try try new things and figure out what kind of draft strategy you want to have going into your aug late August draft. Uh, I'm going to take Travis Kelsey here. And obviously, so with, to let everyone who know who's not watching on YouTube after Jonathan Taylor went, so the first five picks was McCaffrey, Henry cup, Eckler, wow. Taylor followed that up by Jefferson cook, Najee, Jamar chase, Deandre Swift. And then I had Alvin Kamara, Joe Mixon, Stefan Diggs looking at me. And I went with Travis Kelsey because I mean, I think this is, I think this is the sweet spot for Travis Kelsey. I think this is, this is it. He's going to be the number one pass catching weapon for the Kansas City Chiefs high powered offense. He does it every year. And like Aaron says, uh, until he stops being that dude, going to take him as high as possible in every draft because he's going to continue being that dude. So before you go on to, uh, to your second pick here, so did you not see a world where you would have got Joe Mixon right there at 11 and came right back around and still got Travis Kelsey right there? Because so, now, I mean, like, sure, you may feel like you love Nick Chubb. Uh, you know, I don't know if you're taking Alvin Kamara at that spot I, with a six-game suspension possibly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so this is this was the – I was hoping that Joe Mixon would fall to me or would come mm -hmm. back to me, but – that was a risk I was willing to take. I didn't, it was a, it was a 50, 50 shot here. I didn't, I didn't think that I wasn't like, Oh, he's definitely going to come to me. And then now I'm heartbroken that he didn't get to me, but I knew that that was a risk I was willing to take. And again, in normal drafts, I am very, I am known to not take a tie. I, even if it's Travis Kelsey, <laughs> I've been known to well, do this, not to, not to take. Uh, I think it's funny that you said that to try new things. Well, sir, you need to try new things. 
I, I do. I do. So now I'm, I honestly, I was like thinking to myself, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, all my mocks this year, I'm going to try new things, see what I can get comfortable with to try and get out of my slump that I'm in of not winning a fantasy championship. Um, so I took Travis Kelsey there. Now I'm staring at Devontae Adams, Nick Chubb, Alvin Kamara, Tyree Kill, CeeDee Lamb. If I'm feeling frisky, I can go Josh Allen. Uh, but AJ, you brought up a really good point with Alvin Kamara and that six game suspension. That worries me. It, it really does. But I think I am going to take the chance on Alvin Kamara here. Uh, I like, I, I, I do see a world. We talked about this on the other show on one of the, on the running back show where we can see Alvin Kamara playing the season and them revisiting this court case at the end starting next year. And then we were back in the same position. I can see that happening. And I do think Alvin Kamara ends up playing more games this season than six. Uh, and I will take him at the two Oh two Kamara Adams, lamb, Andrews, Debo, Nick Chubb off the board. AJ, you're next with Jonathan Taylor as your running back. Who I, are you going? I, with I, here? I, I know it's a summer mock. I wish I had your spot. <laughs> I, know, I know it's so early, uh, but it's cool. I like I, I, I like what you're doing. Um, so this one is me trying new things, and this is something I normally wouldn't do, but it's also something I feel like at this spot, I'm not going to pass up. Um, Tyreek Hill is sitting in my face right here, and we still know he's a stud type receiver, but there's a lot of there's a lot going on in Miami, a lot of weapons. And as much as I know that Tyreek Hill is going to be a focal point, eh, well, there's questions on Tua. You know, there's not questions on Josh Allen. So wow. I'm going to grab my early, uh, my super early QB and get Josh Allen here. Um, I'm happy with that. Even knowing that I can grab some other running backs or grab another receiver here and get a quarterback later in the rounds. But I'll take a top-notch QB, and uh, we'll see how the rest of my draft trickles down. Interesting, interesting. I, I mean, we, we again, we've talked about it before. If you if you miss any of our shows, really, you should go back and listen to them. Um, available on all podcasting platforms. We talked about Josh Allen, Aaron. You you said this that that Josh Allen is going to continue being right around that QB one spot, unless something drastic happens just because of the way he plays, how good he is and the way that offense is in Buffalo. So taking him at the two Oh eight is, is not a, obviously not a bad pick and Jonathan Taylor and Josh Allen to start your draft. It's a, uh, you're looking good. You're looking good. I like that pick. If it's uh, I mean, most super flex leagues probably go first round, but I one quarterback leagues. I just, I can never take my quarterback. The difference between him and what Patrick Mahomes is going to do and getting him in the fourth or fifth is just not big enough. To take him. But again, you're probably going to get the number one quarterback. So good on you. Um, <laughs> that's, thir- that's that's 25 plus points a, a game from him. Yeah, but you could say that about most of those top quarterbacks. Like you say that about Patrick Mahomes. He's going to be finish the season 20 points behind Josh Allen. And you spread that over 17 weeks. It's not, you know what I mean? It's not like it's a significant yeah. margin. Um, and you get him a couple rounds later. That's it. But again, you want a sure thing. If you want that top-notch guy, you don't ever want to have to worry about anything. I never will criticize right. anybody for taking them at that spot. So um, it's and, a good pick. And real, real I, quick, 
real quick before you go like so uh this is mock draft number one for me too so kind of it's kind of interesting to just see what can be built at this point in time uh i'm excited to see how my mocks evolve throughout the entire season because obviously they will and uh you know you know my quarterback philosophy will probably be around that fourth round uh pick that we talked about a little bit if i want one of those top tier guys but this first time i'm seeing where any of these guys really fall on the scale in a mock draft too so uh that's just the kind of first route I went, but it'll be easy and quick. Uh, there's no reason why Tyreek Hill should be there and pick whatever this is overall. Like, there's no reason. Um, it's easy for me. It's Tyreek Hill, top notch receiver. It's simple. Tua not scare you at all? Garrett, what do you mean Tua scares me? Does Tua does Tua being his quarterback? It doesn't scare you at all for for Tyreek Hill's fantasy value. Dude, we had Jalen Waddle, a hundred catches and a thousand yards. That's Jalen Waddle talking about Tyreek Hill. Okay, like, fair I, enough. No, I, everybody like. Listen, I was a big Tua, not a Tua guy. Do I think Tua is going to be an elite quarterback in the NFL? No, but in the NFL, when we talk about fantasy, you don't have to. There's been plenty of wide receivers that have produced with shitburger quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, I think I mean, that's what. I, yeah, I, I think, think that's what it is. I think good. that's what it is, though. People are seeing the way Tua is in real life and taking that into fantasy football. And that's what we, cool. we try to tell people. We try to tell people all the time. You have to stop. You have to separate real life football from fantasy football, whether Tua is a bad quarterback in real life or not. Tyreek Hill is still a damn good fantasy football option, and he should be going he should be going higher than the 209. Aaron, you're back on the clock. So Saquon Barkley went after Tyreek Hill. Sa- uh, Saquon, Javante Williams, Keenan Allen, Aaron Jones, AJ Brown, and Patrick Mahomes. I honestly, looking back at it now, I just want to hear you guys' thoughts on this. I regret take, taking Alvin Kamara and not Aaron Jones there. I think I would rather Aaron Jones over Alvin Kamara. And I, I don't think that's like a hot take. I don't think it's a bold take. I, I think it's just something I'd rather have knowing that Aaron Jones is going to be potentially the wide receiver one in Green Bay and also the running back one in Green Bay. I don't know how you let Devontae Adams stare you in the face and just go by you. That I, if oh, they, I didn't know. He, he had to take a running back. Yeah. He doesn't with, take a running back there. He's through. Yeah. He, he can't go tight end. Tight end wide receiver. Time, there. He's through. By the time it comes back to you, and I, his RB one will be David Montgomery or Antonio yeah. Gibson. Like, yeah, and I worry. And I do even worry about the you fact like. that I have Alvin Kamara without with the with. Even though I said I don't think he gets suspended this season, there is still that looming possibility. And I'm like, ah, shit, I don't. I would rather I have can... Alvin Kamara than Aaron. Okay, even yeah. minus, even if he loses six games, there, he has no competition. Aaron. Yeah, he might yeah. end up higher. Aaron Jones at the end of the season might end up being ranked higher. But if you can manage that first six weeks, go three and three, two and four, that last eleven weeks is going to pay off. Having Alvin, in my, in my, I yeah. thought that was fair. Uh, you're back on the clock, three oh four. You're staring at now, Leonard Fournette, Mike Evans, Kyle Pitts, your Dallas Cowboys, Ezekiel Elliott, T. Higgins, maybe a quarterback in Justin Herbert or a tight end in George Kittle. What's going through your mind right now? Well, I, I wanted Aaron Jones or Tyreek Hill in my second round pick, and I decided to go with the receiver uh, because I wanted – I just felt like I could find a, a running back two in this round here, um, and I think that's where I'm going to go. Right now it's kind of a toss-up between a Leonard Fournette, Ezekiel Elliott, and a James Conner. 
Uh, I'm not going to be a homer here. I like Zeke at this spot. I think Zeke anywhere in this middle part of this third round is a really, really good spot. But I'm going to tell you, this goes, this is going to surprise some people because I hate, I hated him last year and talked a lot of shit about him. James Conner is, is my pick. Um, I just think the lack of competition there, lack of people behind him, the amount of usage I saw last year took over. Just too high, too high volume, too good of an offense. Give me touchdown machine. I like that. Give me some James. AJ, you were hoping for James Conner, I assume? No. Uh, I actually you were thought hoping he was going to go a different uh, nah, he thought no, I was going to take Cam Akers. 100%. No. No, actually, so uh, my my thought process here, and uh, you guys may think this the way I'm stacking this to start is a little weird, but uh, I, I actually do think I'll still be able to fill this roster out pretty well. Uh, I worry a little bit about the drop-off. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, it's funny because you say you're not going to be a homer, and now you guys are going to call me a homer. Oh, uh, you're doing I'm gonna it. I'm going to take Kyle Pitts and grab a tight end here that's going to be a focal point of an offense who wow. should look to be getting receptions left and right. So um, I'm going to get Kyle Pitts. There's so many receivers. I'll, I'll get a solid round uh, receiver one coming on the next round possibly, and then we'll go from there. Wow. This guy. This guy over here with the – It's it's not a bad pick. I mean, with, with tight ends, I, I, I do, I think that there is that drop off, but it's, it's how you feel about taking your shot on a tight end, as opposed to saddling up a stud of a tight end. And I mean, Kyle Pitts is going to be a stud of a tight end. I concur. Aaron, are you, I mean, again, it's one of those things you just weighing the stud of a tight end versus the drop off you're losing at another position. That's really what you're weighing. Um, I'm I mean, not as high on Kyle Pitts. Um, part of that problem is is the quarterback. It's not Matt Ryan this year. That bothers me a little bit. Um, but he's going to be a focal point of that offense. So he's going to be involved. Yeah. But Kyle Pitts could have a good year. He could have 80 catches and 900 yards, two touchdowns. And Here. it'll be great for a tight end, but it's not going to be – that much more than a Dallas Goddard or that much more than a Dalton Schultz, maybe I think. And that's, what's going to bother maybe me. Dalton Schultz. I, I disagree with the Dallas Goddard part. I think he'll, I think he'll be substantially better than Dalton Schultz has a, has a pathway to being a pretty top, top tier tight end. This why, year, do in my people, opinion. why do people sour on Dallas Goddard? I'm, see, the funny thing is I'm not even sour on him. I just think I, that they are going to be on the outside a lot more this season than normal. Uh, I, I like last little... year it was Devonte and Dallas. This year it's Devonte and Jalen and AJ and then Dallas, in my opinion. So I, I think there's. Less I think that's better for him. For I think he's not a focal point, which I think opens field up more for him. I don't. I like a Dallas Goddard getting sixty catches, eight to nine hundred yards, and five touchdowns. But see, but I think last year. I think last year he made his living on being the security blanket in the red zone. I think this year that becomes an AJ Brown in a lot of cases. See, he only and that's going to take touchdowns. away some touchdowns. touchdowns. Dallas Goddard? Yeah. Boy, didn't, yeah, boy, like didn't feel like it. Yeah, he only <laughs> it did not feel touchdowns. like it. I felt yeah. like every time I was clipping Jalen Hurts B-roll, there's <laughs> Dallas Goddard in the end zone. It's, it's funny. It's funny. There's the, There's always the two sides of that coin there. It's either – 
a player gets more bot, more competition in their wide receiver somewhere in the pass catching group. And you're like, okay, that's going to hurt them. Or you're like, okay, they got some more bodies to distract the coverage to where it opens them up for more, more possibilities. There's two sides of it. It's just really, it's well, what side are you more confident in? It's, it's yeah. the sustainability and what type of offense they're in. So when you get a quarterback like Jalen Hurts, inexperienced, who is still learning how to read defense, what is his, what is his security blanket? He'll be the middle of the field. That's where yeah. tight ends work. It's the reason why when young quarterbacks come in the league, they always want, they always look to tight ends. And people always talk about that connection that a young quarterback has with their tight end because it is hard as an NFL quarterback to read the outside numbers and, and work that way. So they usually read inside outside the tight ends usually that security blanket check down running backs or slot receivers guys like that so i think that's what we're talking about when we're talking about a young quarterback now if you add an outside threat to aaron Rodgers, that's going to take away from the middle of the field because he's going to know i got aj brown out there i'm not saying aj brown's not going to help but he's going to get attention and aj brown is going to have to be the one drawing the double coverage when jalen hurts looks over there he's going to be afraid to throw that ball or is he going to come back to right to the middle of the field where Dallas Goddard is? That's again, that's my feeling. I think he'll have a good season, which he's had for pretty much his whole career as kind of a a backup guy. Like he was a backup guy for Ertz for a couple of years, and then when he took over, he's had so, again. This is about Kyle Pitts being great. I just don't know how the diff the drop off between him and a uh, the next tight end is versus the running back or wide receiver he could have gotten. Well, I did think I did believe that. By the time it comes back to me, though, George Kittle and Darren Waller would have also been gone. So that that's where, like, though, like if I want one of those tight ends, I would have to go for it. And being where I am coming back around, I don't think they're going to be there. And that's the drop off I was talking about. So it was it was waging getting that guy now or waiting, and and again waiting till round eight, nine, ten, and getting one. Which in so many of my drafts, I probably will end up doing. Yeah, four teams ahead of you that you need a tight end, so it is possible. After you went Kyle Pitts, Lenny went, Mike Evans went, Cam Akers, Zeke, and Justin Herbert right before my pick. And if you're listening to this on a podcasting platform, be sure to check us out on YouTube at Sac City Pod to be able to watch how this draft is actually unfolding. I'm on the clock now staring down T. Higgins, David Montgomery, Antonio Gibson, Deontay Johnson, uh, DK Metcalf, stuff like that, players like that. I'm going to be honest here. This is where I start to get, I don't know if I want to say emotional, but I, I start to get the way you guys laugh at. The, the, because I look at these players, I'm like, shit, do I want T. Higgins? But what if Jamar Chase ends up taking over that, that team and T. Higgins starts falling off? He's my wide receiver one. Can I handle that as a wide receiver one? Then I got David Montgomery staring me at the face, and I'm like, okay, Alvin Kamara is there. If he's gone... David Montgomery would be a, a solid RB one for that time period. I got a lot of thoughts going through my head. And while you guys were talking about Kyle Pitts, I came to the conclusion that I am just going to suck it up and I'm going to take my shot on getting another running back here instead of taking a T Higgins, a Deontay Johnson, a Terry McLaurin and hope that one of those guys comes back to me. And T Higgins obviously doesn't cause he just went <laughs> the next pick and then George Kittle. I'm back on the clock. I mean, you're still in a very good spot, though. I mean, that's the best part about the turn. I think your running back selection was smart because in this scenario, we still don't know 
what's up with Alvin Kamara. And we talked about the workload that David Montgomery is going to have. So if he ends up being your RB one, because you have to for the first six weeks, it's a solid guy to have toting the rock for six weeks until Kamara gets back to help out. Yeah. Yeah. And now, now in my opinion, I am now question. It's crazy. And also maybe not crazy. We talk about the depth of the wide receiver position, but if I don't take a wide receiver here, it's a long way back for me to, to pick. And if I don't take one here, I'm staring at guys like uh, Marquise Brown, Mike Williams, Michael Thomas, and Amon Ross St. Brown as my wide receiver one. And some of those guys may not be that bad as your wide receiver one, but obviously not the best compared to what I'm staring at right here. Uh, my wide receiver options at the top here, Deontay Johnson, Terry McLaurin, DK Metcalf and Jalen Waddle. I am going to take, oh, I'm going to take Deontay Johnson. I trust that he's going to still be the consistent, very talented wide receiver, whoever the quarterback may be going back to our older shows. I do think that Mitchell Trubisky ends up being the guy for most of the season. And Deontay Johnson is going to be talented enough to make Trubisky look much better uh, than he, well, yeah, I'm not saying he's bad, but I think Deontay Johnson's a perfect pick for me. Wide receiver, Travis Kelsey, Alvin Kamara, David Montgomery, Deontay Johnson is my team. AJ, you're back on the clock. That I am. We talked about me getting a receiver here. And as we have seen now, after you took Deontay, Terry McLaurin went, DK Metcalf went. So I'm looking at Jalen Waddle as a top receiver on the board. DJ Moore is sitting right there. Michael Pittman, Amari Cooper, Jerry, Juder, Jerry Judy, as far as receivers go. I'm not afraid of Jalen Waddle. Uh, I still think he's going to be pretty decent this season. Aaron, you've been yeah. stone-faced. You have, what do you what do you have to say about it? Is it my pick or is it the picks ahead or is it AJ's pick right now? That's like, what is, what do you got? I mean, what do you got I'm that face for? I'm, I'll I'll tell you when, when it's my pick. <laughs> is it? Oh, it's it's Josh oh, okay. Jacobs. Well, no, yeah. Well, well, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I, I look three too, but... before Josh Jacobs. That's two. But yeah. <laughs> so I will, you know, I will go ahead and lock up a PPR monster and decide that they're gonna spread the ball and there'll be a Tyree killed and the drop off. Who I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like but it. You're not going to like any of those guys. None of those yeah. guys are wide receiver one. What happens when you take a quarterback in round two, you don't get no, a, wide receiver. a quarterback in round two and a tight end in round three. You're not getting a wide receiver one. That's the, that's the, yeah. the drop off that you're, that you're trading off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then you're getting a wide receiver. Field. You're hopefully getting a wide receiver one. Your best that tight end. Your you best picked. situation in that would have happened would have been if Terry McLaurin, Deontay Johnson, or DK yeah. that fell because those are yeah. potential wide receivers. Um, and I didn't really think they would. Yeah. Well, on the plus side, I am not the worst at with uh, Jalen Waddle, so I will go ahead and just knock in a receiver who can get get some work by the line and do his yak stuff for me, get his points that way. It's not like he's going to be faded out of the offense, so. We don't need to wait too long. Yes, I'm taking the yep. third back to fill my <laughs> flex spot. There's no reason, a zero reason, why Josh Jacobs is still available in the fourth round. Uh, so we know how you feel about Josh Jacobs. So let me ask you this question from from my standpoint, because also I'm I'm 
trying to get better too, man. Um, and, and if you had that position of, of where I was picking at the 402 spot and I had, you had Kamara Montgomery, would you have taken Josh Jacobs there or would you at still four, have would, at, at 402 where I was? No, yeah. you had to take receiver. Okay. Fair, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Now to, to the fair, other, you had to take receiver and so did AJ. Like, Hey, you can't not, you can't go into the fifth round and not have a receiver. Yeah. Fair. Now, if AJ didn't take Jalen Waddle, and he I, obviously you were set on Josh Jacobs either way at four hundred nine. If Jalen Waddle were to have come to you, would you have been okay with Waddle and Hill, Never. or is that a no no? Got it. No. Just wanted to, just wanted to clear the air. Not an offense that yeah. I feel is going to sustain two top wide receivers like that. No way. That that that's that's fair. So Josh, so Jalen Waddle went to AJ. His team looks like Jonathan Taylor, Josh Allen, Kyle Pitts, and Jalen Waddle. Aaron, your team looks like Austin Eckler, Tyreek Hill, James Conner, Josh Jacobs. Aaron, you are back on the clock. J.K. Dobbins, Elijah Mitchell, and Travis Etienne just went to start round five, staring at Michael Pittman, Amari Cooper, a quarterback, and Joe Burrow, maybe. Uh, lots of wide receivers uh, as the be- as the top remaining talents here. You have one wide receiver, so this is a good spot for you. Yeah, a couple of things I'm thinking here. Um, I-, I think I I thought about quarterback here in the fifth round. Just so many good ones. What do you take, Joe Burrow or Kyler Murray or Jalen Hurts or Russell Wilson mm-hmm. or Dak Prescott? They're all the same to me. Like they're all going to be good top ten guys. So again, I'm the guy that waits until everybody gets one. In a top in a in a ten team or twelve ten team league, I might wait till ten teams get a quarterback and then take. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go receiver here and I'm gonna take what I feel is the the best player available. Uh, I'm gonna take Michael. Yeah, that's why I, I was. Where I thought you were gonna go. That's obviously where I'm drafting at in the fifth round here. I'm far away from where Michael Pittman was probably gonna go. I was hope that was the number one guy on my board at that point. He was yeah. He was a thought process for me where I took Jalen Waddle, uh, and maybe it might have been the way to go. But uh, knowing that you know uh, Matt Ryan likes his big receivers, um, I mean Matt, but Ryan, I, I there's still guy. nobody there alongside yeah. of him uh, that's yeah. proven he's going to be the focal point. They have no tight end. It's not like you know what I mean. It's not like they got a bunch of weapons everywhere. Michael Pittman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, what did happen though was the receiver I thought you were going to grab you left and uh, I, I like him a little bit better than I do like Amari Cooper this year so I'm going to go ahead and double down Cortland more Sutton. than likely and I'm going to grab Cortland Sutton I'll wait and come back and get him running back a little bit later yeah basically that just oh. was a matter of oh damn Damn, son of a bitch. That's son of a bitch. You have to be before the run. Um, <laughs> Damn but that's it. the difference. That's the difference between a uh a team like I could have took corners in there. I do believe in them, but I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. A lot of more competition there than there is in yeah. there. And I just don't know. Yep, yep you're correct. Get your quarterback. Vinny, this should be an, this, Vinny, this should be an easy pick for you. After, after AJ took Corlin Sutton, it was a run. The 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 run on wide receivers continued. It was Michael Pittman, Corlin Sutton, Chris Godwin, A. Rob, Amari Cooper, and Hollywood Brown. And I had two wide receivers listed as guys that I really hope went to me at five eleven. Um, and it was Allen Robinson, who I'm very high on, and Hollywood Brown, who I'm also very high on. Neither of them fell to me. I am back on the clock here. 5'11". 
Ah, man, I don't easy know. I, I know you're saying it's an easy pick, and I. I'm going to do it because he has he has wide receiver one potential and I'm going to take Michael Thomas. I think when he comes back and if he's healthy, he is going to be able to still be that dude and come back and be a very good wide receiver. That's not the Saints. what I thought you were going to do. It's nowhere near what I thought you were well, going to do. What did you think there? I was going to do? Well, I'll let you pick your second pick before I think. Oh, so you <laughs> so the player that you thought I would go with is still there. Yeah. Okay. You know how high I am on Brandon Cooks. You know how high I am on Ken Walker. There's a lot of there, there's there's three players right now that are on the board that I'm that I am very high on more so than others. It's Brandon Cooks, Ken Walker, and AJ Dillon are the guys that I'm very high on. I got Alvin Kamara, David Montgomery, Travis Kelsey, Deontay Johnson, Michael Thomas. <sighs> With the uncertainty of Michael Thomas, you don't know if he's where he's at in his life, in his career, in his health. <laughs> I talked about this when we, when we discussed DJ Moore yesterday, got ripped up for it. Brandon Cooks is that type of guy that is going to be that consistency that I'm going to be able to trust and hope for the best. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a bitch. Bitch. It's a summer mock. Just do I it. I know it is a summer mock. I shouldn't be hating myself, but you know how emotional I get. Uh, I am going to go with neither of the. I'm not going to go with Brandon Cooks. I am going to go with AJ Dillon. That's Ooh. who I'm going to go with there. RB two potential there. I got two RB twos on my team plus Alvin Kamara as an RB one. What What did you think I was going to do? I, it's not about what I thought you were going to do. It's what you should have done. Kyler? Uh, no, Mike Williams should have been the pick. I don't, I'm not crazy about Mike Williams. It, it doesn't matter what you're crazy about. You have, I mean, based <laughs> on your team, this is what I talk about when I say getting emotional. When you look at your team, question marks around Alvin Kamara, question marks around Mike Thomas. All you did was then take a question mark about a guy. We, we think we know what kind of workload he's going to get, but we're not sure AJ Dillon is going to be the guy. So you have now, Nothing but question marks on your team. David and Montgomery. Gonna and it's going to continue. It's going to continue because there's no one else that's going to fall to me at 7-11 to be able to give me some type of consistency. Uh, you're right. You're, that is fair. And I honestly, I overthought. I wanted Brandon Cooks. You, you, literally might have, you literally might have two guys in Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas, the same team that don't play. Oh, shit. The entire year. Like, you don't <laughs> know. And, and I would be more comfortable with Alvin Kamara than I would Michael Thomas. I will not have Michael Thomas on my fantasy football team. I don't man. care if they're in the 20th. I ain't drafting because I haven't seen the man play football in two years. I just, Damn. I don't know. I don't, I just, I don't know. All right, go ahead, AJ. I know we're already. Yeah, right. We were like, nah, nah, this isn't going to happen. And look at it. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, the funny part was like, you you did that. And I was looking at Miles Sanders thinking he would drop. I, I Clyde might've felt to me and I might've taken him because right now I'm just sitting at, Jay, at uh, Jonathan Taylor. And I'm looking at these running backs, Damian Harris. Like I want to call him the bell cow, but I know Ramondre Stevenson's back there just chomping at the bit. Uh, Ken Walker in Seattle. I mean, how long is it going to be before he takes the spot? I like Kareem Hunt, but uh, I mean, I like Kareem Hunt. Mm. So I, you know what? <laughs> We're just going to do this stuff with. Like, like who's your RB too? Like, you know, yeah. Any of 
Right, and I, and, and that does, and that's the thing. Just because you're sitting here and I'm wishing for RB two, if I'm not feeling them, I'm not just gonna force one in there. Like, I, I'll I'll get some studs somewhere else and see what can happen. I mean, this is also a time where I can grab some other players and then start trading people later on because I've taken all the guys they want. Like, oh, that's there's the worst other draft strategy I've ever heard. Just just gonna I mean, draft. I hope to make works. trades afterwards. It does not work. It does not work. <laughs> I'm going to draft Travis Kelsey and then trade him later for a package. No, 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 no. It's it's one thing to say I'm going to draft Travis Kelsey to trade him, but you're not getting elite studs in the sixth round. So to say I'm going to draft whoever, I mean, the best player available on the board right now, Dalton Schultz. Like, (laughs) you're going to draft Dalton Schultz and expect to trade him? Trying to trade that is is not a great strategy. That's different if you're drafting – in the third, fourth round, and you're like, you know what? And I might need a running back, but I'm going to take DK Metcalf, Mike Evans. You know, somebody else. You also that have know to know I'm your league, play. though. You also and have to know your true. league, too. Well, true. And this this league is not real, so there's no trades after this. So <laughs> yeah. when the graphic gets posted of your team here, you're not going to be able to make a note of will trade I'll say after it now, the draft. It doesn't matter what AJ's team does. His team sucks. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyways, well, in my, that case, let me go ahead and get my he has the two best players in fantasy football, Jonathan Taylor and Josh Allen. The rest leaves much to be desired. <laughs> nah, they're gonna I like, be fire. I, 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 like your, I like AJ's team better than you. I like I like well, I don't hate my team, but I digress. Um, <laughs> so I took Brandon Cooks. Uh I like it. I like that. consistency. Safe. I like that yeah. safe. Fuck. Um, I'm not gonna be safe. I feel like my foundation of my team is pretty safe already. Um do it. I am, do I am it. going to be a little bit risky, and do I'm going it. to take a wide re- a potential wide receiver one here in the sixth round uh, um, when he comes yeah. back. So you took DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. So the rest of round five, when AJ or round six, AJ took Brandon Cooks, followed up by Aaron taking DeAndre Hopkins, Juju Smith-Schuster, Damian Harris, Dalton Schultz. Sixth round started with Darnell Mooney, Traylon Burks, Ken Walker, and Aaron's back on the clock here. I'm a little bummed out. I was kind of hoping Juju would somehow magically fall. Uh, no. That wasn't probably going to happen, but uh, no. here we are. Yeah, so this is probably the hardest pick for me uh, being here in the, uh, what are we in, seventh round? Seventh round. Kind of in-betweeners here. There's some guys I like, but there's some guys I'm not too fond of. Um, I could take a Russell Wilson here to quarterback position, but then I'm like, yeah, four four quarterbacks later, Aaron Rodgers is still there. I don't like that. So mm-hmm. um, Russell Russell doesn't run as much. He plays in cold weather. Uh, I'm probably going to load up some more on wide receivers, and I'm going to take a player we discussed last night and take Adam Thielen as another safe wide receiver while DeAndre Hopkins is out. He can fill me flex role, and I know what I'm going to get out. That's a good pick. So uh, the other thoughts that I had in last round, uh, you know, we discussed the running backs and I didn't like any of them there. And it's crazy. We're only talking about, you know, five, six picks here and Kareem Hunt is still sitting here. And I feel much better taking him now than I did when, you know, whatever receivers would be left here. So I am going to take Kareem Hunt, who I do think has RB2 potential, uh, even in his actual backfield as well. Um, And yeah, some good players went afterwards, but, I like that coming around, and now I can do some things with some of the players that are left and still make a solid foundation. 
Then he's so sad he wanted Rashad Bateman so bad and it went a bit yeah. right in front of him. <laughs> right in front of me. It was just like a bitch slap. I just got bitch slapped by Team Ten. Honestly, though, and, and this is this is again, this is why we make we, why we do these mock drafts to get get comfortable getting. Aaron, I know you don't like doing mock drafts. You're not a big mock drafter, um, but I like doing the mock drafts to figure out where I want to go and. I want, I want to make the, like, I'm okay with making these mistakes. Cause I'm looking back at my draft now and realizing what you brought up, Aaron, and now looking at the rest of the draft and the rest of the players available, especially at the wide receiver position, <laughs> especially really the rest of this draft. And there are not that many, just like safe floor guys remaining now in round seven, going through round eight and so on and so forth. By I'm, design, by design in fantasy football. Your first pick should be the safe. Your middle to late rounds are your upside guy that potentially you're getting a deal on because they have so much talent and ability, but they haven't either reached it yet or they have a rookie or something like that. So I always usually try to start my draft, most drafts that I have. There's sometimes I reach, but most drafts I usually start with safe picks early, um, high floor guys, but also have good ceilings. And then that way in the middle rounds, when you have to take guys that have just high upside, but maybe their floors aren't very good, you feel more comfortable about doing it. Yeah. <sighs> so I'm looking at right now, um, I'm with, well, with only Deontay Johnson and Michael Thomas as my wide receivers, not feeling great about that, Bob. Um, <laughs> I see Devontae, I see Devontae Smith. I see Garrett. I see a lot of, uh, I see a lot of shots here. And again, this goes back to the, going Oof, with safety and damn. not shots. I want to, let me get you guys' thoughts on this, on this, on this player or, or these two players, I should say, maybe help me make this pick Tyler Lockett or Gabe Davis here. Obviously my wide receivers, ah. Deontay Johnson and Michael Thomas, Tyler Lockett. Is that considered this? Like when you look at the wide receivers remaining here, Devonte Smith, Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson, Tyler Lockett, Gabe Davis, Brandon, Ayuk, Chris Olave, there's not a lot of safety there. There's not a lot of like comfort there. Is Tyler Lockett the safe, the safe pick here? I think the safe pick is Devontae yeah. Smith. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not with, a, with, with AJ Brown coming in, that doesn't make it not safe. He's a, he, he's not there to surplant. He's there to help ex okay. excel. You know, it's not like, all right, sorry, Devonta, your your year one wasn't great, so we ain't got another guy, and if we can throw you the ball, we'll throw you the ball. No, they got another weapon, so defenses have to focus on more than just Devonte Smith and what he did last season. Okay, you're talking safe. I I think Devonte Smith was the pick, and you got Gabe Davis on the back end coming around. Yeah, so that's where that's where I was gonna go here. Obviously, Deontay Johnson, Michael Thomas is my wide receivers, and then mm. I went with the safe pick. Thank you, gentlemen. Devonte Smith there, and then Gabe Davis, another shot here, hoping for him to break out. Uh, AJ, you're back on the clock after two Jets went Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson back to back, followed up yep. by Tyler Lockett. Dallas Goddard and Christian Watson. So a lot of rookies going here, a lot of young yeah. talent going here uh, on top of Cordell Patterson going as uh, well. I'm going to be quick. Um, I, I talked about this guy a little bit earlier. He's sitting at the top of the uh, running back board and uh, I can use him as a third. I'm going to take Chase Edmonds. I do think he's still going to be the lead back in that field, despite the committee. Talks, there's enough of the, there's enough of those guys who will be faded in that backfield. Uh, for uh, Chase Edmonds to still have a very solid run, and he's the third running back I'm getting on my team, I'm okay with that. 
in the RB one right there, right, where, right about where we said he'd go, anyways. You like you like that you like Chase that you did say in our show that you think he could be a, a running back yeah. one this season. Yeah. Did I? <laughs> a this running is your back Jonathan, one. That's your a Jonathan, running back one or their running back one. A running back one. Hmm. I believe that's what you said. I believe. I yeah. Well, already yeah. then. <laughs> RB one, baby, let's do it. <laughs> Where do you get your weed? From you Dante. From you Dante. <laughs> uh, what's up, what's Mr. Up, Mr. Chisel? Chisel? All right, uh, so uh, this is a pretty pick for me, Chris Olave. Um, I don't love anybody at the top of any position, um, so I'm going to take the best value here, which is the position that I'm lacking, and I'll take that. Okay. Okay, so that's where you take your quarterback. I think everyone has a quarter. Well, no, everyone I, has a quarterback. I now, take I think, my quarterback. I take my quarterback. Oh no, I lied. I look at the board and I'm like, you know what? None of these players make sense. I'm deep at those positions. What's the best quarterback available? Okay, let me. I'll, do, I'll take that. So um, I took Dak there. I think the rushing ability is just a little bit more. I could have took Brady, but I don't want to be the guy with Brady on the year that. His <laughs> career starts to end. I just don't want to be that guy. I, I know he threw for 5,000. It could happen again. I just don't want to be that we, guy. We, we had that conversation of Travis Kelsey. You, you're okay with being caught with your hands in your pants with Travis Kelsey. You are yeah. not okay with being well, caught with Tom Brady. 32, <laughs> 45. I mean, there's yeah. a big difference there. If yeah. Travis Kelsey was 40, we might have a different conversation. Yeah. Um, sure. And then here, like, I, I feel I'm in a pretty good spot. I feel like, Deep at positions. I got the luxury of kind of going wherever I want. Tight ends kind of just pick a guy now. They're all very similar. Um, I don't mind passing on some of those. So I'm going to start looking Ooh. deeper in some flyers. Um, and oh, I know where he's going. I know where he's going. Where Hold on. Where's that? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a piece of paper out here and uh, write down who it is. Rashad I, Penny. I don't nope. think. I don't think. Oh, wow. Rashad Penny is still there. Um, <laughs> God, I hate. Yeah. So then, don't do. Oh, it. Maybe you don't reach <laughs> on this player then, if you don't, if you hate picking uh, Rashad Penny here. I am going to take Rashad Penny. Ah, uh, uh, you did it. The value, the value, you have to as a starting running back for, for the team. I can't pass that up here. Um, mm -hmm. he plays if he's healthy. He's going to be an RB too. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So where I'm sitting. Three running backs, three receivers, my good quarterback. There's this one guy I'm looking at who I think could be a sneaky good pick, but I'm not gonna do it. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna Okay. <laughs> best available on the board for you for everyone listening on podcast is zach ertz aaron Rodgers, matthew stafford the mooth robert woods mike Gusecki, chase claypool so this is gonna and uh that, that last name you said and chase claypool i think he has a chance he's gonna be the number two this year big body receiver and uh hey he said he's a top three receiver in the league and uh Maybe it's time for him to show it. So <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to take Chase Claypool here. Vinny, you got a face. Ugh, I don't like yeah. that. I, I will never. I'm good, end, off, Chase, I'm good off Chase Claypool. We talk about players that will that. never end up on your team. Chase Claypool will never, ever, ever, ever. I don't care what round he falls in. Mm -hmm. Chase Claypool will never be on my team. 
I that's, could never, ever, that's, ever. That's where I'm at here. All right. I'm, I'm back on the clock. After you went Chase Claypool, Aaron Rodgers went, Robert Woods, Matthew Stafford, Michael Carter, Zach Ertz. Only two teams without a quarterback now uh, beside me. So three teams total without a quarterback. Uh, I think I'm going to take my quarterback. He, he, no, I'm going to take my position player and hope my quarterback comes back to me at the 10, at the 10 Oh two spot. Um, I'm looking at the position players here. Uh, I'm going to take another, this might be a safety. This actually might be the safest pick I make in this entire draft. I am going to take Alan Lazard. Hopefully the wide receiver one for the green Bay Packers, the guy with the most trust in green Bay as of right now. And then I will take my quarterback in Derek Carr. I do think he ends up being in the top 10 this season with Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, and Darren Waller. Alan Lazard was the other guy I looked at. Just a little, uh, I was like, oh, I was, he's down there. He might come back around. I, I was torn, honestly, Ooh. between waiting again on my quarterback because the guy in front of me or the guy behind me did not take quarterback with his back to back. And only two other team, only one other team ahead of me needed a quarterback. So I was like, ah, I don't know if I want it. But then I saw the rest of the quarterbacks and I was like, I'm taking car. Cause then I do think it's a little bit of a, a boom or yeah, bust. Well, see, type some of- people already have two. So you, people are taking their back. Yeah. So I'm going to, I went with Derek Carr. I was considering James Robinson. I do think he comes back whether it's later on in the season or not. He does come back and resumes that running back one role in, in Jacksonville and um, is the guy you're on the clock. AJ, your team looks like Jonathan Taylor, Josh Allen, Kyle Pitts, Jalen Waddle, so on, so forth. Watch on YouTube for the rest of the team. Where are you going here? There are some receivers I like, but I do have four, and I do want to get some depth at running back again. And there is a guy here that I do like sitting at the top. I mentioned him a little bit earlier on someone I think is emerging. And uh, I'm going to pull out Ramon J. Stevenson and put him on my roster. I think in the 10th round, uh, I think he has a good chance to be the guy that steps up and gives Damian Harris a run for his money. This, that mock not AJ to, is going to say, not to after take him this. over, but to like, you know, be a, a solid part of that running game. Sorry, Vinny. What were you saying? AJ, you're going to stress in the group chat after this, saying that this was your first mock of the summer. You're a little rusty. You're trying to get your feet wet because your last two picks are two guys that I don't think I'll ever have on my team. Again. That's fine. You don't have to have them on your team. I mean, but we're this talking is what Jonathan Taylor, how- the Jonathan Taylor <laughs> thing happened last year, and it, it 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 worked out. So who am I to say I I suck anyways? I mean, we're talking about Chase Claypool at over 100 targets both seasons. I mean, yeah, he took a step back last year. I mean, if he's getting another over 100 targets, I'm okay with that type of volume. Ramondre Stevenson was in the in the in the in the uh, in the role last year over and over again. They were almost trying to force him into playing. So I don't see at this level in rounds nine and ten what the huge deal would be with either one of those two. It's fair. It's fair. Aaron, you're on the clock. I ain't taking no running back five unless there's some sort of handcuff or upside play. I mean, that's what he is. Well, Ramon J. Stevens could be a handcuff. You can you consider him a handcuff? Well, does or he Damian have Harris? Harris? I don't have Harris. Oh, that's true. Harris, Harris. Harris. That is true. Take other He's going to trade him after. He's going to trade him to the Damian Harris oh, owner. Uh, I'm going to take a, a, a sneaky connection that might be overlooked right now. We don't know if he's going to be ready by week one, but by week four he will be. And that's going to be Michael Gallup. Ooh, and not then I got the guy. Sni- I... Then I got sniped on my second pick. I was almost it, took uh... Spiller. No, I almost took Spiller for my handcuff for Eckler there, but I, I was going to take him coming back. 
I like him a lot. I, that that is a player I like a lot in drafts. But that's okay. Like a sneaky. My other guy came back around to me, and I wasn't sure if I wanted to take him first or Gallup first. It's Russell and Gage. It's Russell Gage. Oh. I, that's who I, that is who I had originally for your Rashad Penny pick. I put down in my phone. I thought that I thought your Rashad Penny pick was going to be Russell Gage because you said you were going to go look deeper. I did I look like, deeper, and I saw him, and I'm like, I can't take him this early, but. I think if he lasts, like I would have took him where Michael Gallup was, but I didn't think Gallup was going to be there. And I was like, oh, he's there. Let yep. me take Gallup first. Yep. Russell Gage is where I was going to go here. Uh, nice pick, sir. I like, <laughs> you know, all right. So here, I'll give you a little window into what I'm doing here. So, um, Aaron, if you wouldn't mind, besides the thought process that I already have, Jonathan Taylor. Sell this me on why you, I should get Naheem Hines. This is where you get Naeem Hines. Um, because Naeem Hines is gonna be a flex play regardless. I, I don't see if you're drafting Naeem Hines, I don't think you're drafting him as a hand because if Jonathan Taylor gets hurt, it's not like Naeem Hines is gonna come in and get 20 carries. They're gonna go somewhere else to give the carries, but he will be used more. But by himself, by himself, he can be considered a flex play. And I think that's a, that's always a good pick. When you're going to your 11th, 12th round, and this we only have five bench spots, so. Uh, yeah. And look yeah. at look at the I, I remaining the running minds over Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, look at look at I would have as well, and look at your the remaining running backs. Uh, I know you might be high on Tyler Algier, the running back for. Not okay, so not. so they okay. So yeah, the only so right. running backs that I would consider here would be Damian Pierce and Rashad. Yeah, Damian Pierce is the other guy that I was thinking of. Damian uh, Pierce could end up being the RB one there, so that yeah. that's why that's a that's a high yeah. upside, more of a risky. If you, but you would have to feel comfortable with your running back. I don't know how comfortable. You are. I mean, I personally like my top three, and I don't mind having Ramondre on my bench so he shows me but, what he's about. Ask, I guess I guess when I say that, when you stack it up against other people's running backs. I would see here that. because you can say you like it. Oh, like I like the names, but value wise, if Kareem Hunt's your number two and Chase Edmonds is your number three, could you sustain? Yeah. Could you withstand an injury to one of them? You're gonna be you're you're gonna feel some type of way if one of those guys get injured. He's gonna trade Chase Claypool for somebody. <laughs> no, he's talking about Chase Claypool. Claypool got 125 targets and 88 receptions for a thousand <laughs> yards, six touchdowns. I'm taking so, it. So where are you going here? Uh, just for uh, shits and giggies, uh, we will uh, go ahead and Naheem Hines it up. Yep. And uh, yeah, that was the right. That was the right picking. I was oh, hoping Dam- my tight end. I was really hoping Albert that Damian o. Pierce. I, I was hoping Pierce would fall would would slip to me, but that was not the case. Uh, this is again. This is now where the last two picks of the draft. I'm taking shots here. Uh, I am going to go with Jahan Dotson, the rookie wide receiver out of Penn State now, currently with the Washington Commanders. I'm going to take my shot with him. Um, it sucks to not take George Pickens, but this is not a dynasty league, and he will probably be on most people's waiver wire. Vinny. What? Never mind. What? <laughs> what? With my final pick, I will be taking Jarvis Landry, the other wide receiver in New Orleans, if Bro. Michael Thomas is not. Oh, I have three. I have. Oh man, I have three New Orleans same white. Oh, oof. <laughs> not even that. Like, bro, how do you think you're gonna survive with 
just four running, just three running, three backs. running back. Yeah. With one of them might not even be able to play. So I, so <laughs> instead of Jarvis Landry, so to be completely honest, I heard you say bro. And I was like, Oh, Jarvis Landry's there. He's really good. And if Michael Thomas gets hurt, he's going to be the guy. Jameis Winston could be a good pick in my head. I was either going to take Damian Pierce or Marlon Mack because I do think Marlon Mack has the potential also to be the running back one in a shitty Houston offense. And that could be something. Um, but yeah, this is my team. This is my shitty summer team. So Shout gonna... out team six taking Gronk. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was Dude, they took my, took my Albert O pick. So I'm going to be honest. I am not going to, we only have 50 spots. I'm not going to take a tight end here because I would, in this situation, I would not draft a tight end. If you're in a league like this and all these tight ends are gone and you're, I would not take a tight end and I would go to the first of the waiver wire and I would either pick Irv Smith, Noah Fant, David Njoku, Tyler Higby, Robert Tunyon. But then you'd have to drop somebody. Absolutely. But I could wait until the last minute if I wanted to do that to determine where what, I wanted to make. Why would so enlighten people on why you would do that, though? So some leagues have rules against this. You have to fill all of your roster spots. I personally think that's a stupid ass rule. I should be able to draft any way I want to draft. And as long as I have an, a, a roster that's ready to go and accurate as of the first week, I don't care if you draft 20 quarterbacks. As long as, you, you know, week one, you have all your roster spots. Uh, me personally, I like to look for the best value in a draft. And if all these tight ends are the same to me, then it doesn't matter which one I have. So I'd rather get a guy that I can maybe say, you know what, I'm going to watch how things work out through training camp. Maybe he emerges through a preseason game. I'll take a risk on that and not have to worry about then fighting people on the waiver wire for that player versus just going out and getting one random match. If that makes sense. Sure. So Streaming tight ends. <laughs> I will say this. The one, and I don't even call it a streamer. I feel like I could start Irv Smith every week. I feel like I could start David and Joku every week. Um, but I will say this. Looking at who's left, I, I would take a flyer on this player because I'm unsure about the other player on his team who plays the same position, who kind of tied this bow on everything. It's so funny because... Well, AJ's on the clock, not you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. He's not going to take my player. Oh, well, I honestly thought you were just saying what I was going to be saying too, because we talked about these players and taking your shot and, you know, you don't know which one is going to be which one and the other two are there and this guy's sitting the way he needs to be. And Timothy I looked at one Patrick. guy who I really did like, but I almost picked him and then I realized that this uh, flyer is sitting right here. So, and I do need one more receiver. So I am going to draft Ooh. Miko Hardman from the Kansas City. It's a good pick. Good is that, pick. is that you, Vinny? What? Doing the wow, no, that's no, that's sleeper sleeper on your computer. I got it twice, but I haven't heard it for anybody else. Yeah, because you're reaching, that's what it means. Every time you reach, that's what it does. I don't even damn what they're I don't think Michael Hardman (laughs) is the reach, though. But yeah, that but but the sound you keep hearing is is you reach. I mean, that's the second one, the other one was on Josh Allen, so (laughs) okay, yeah, because those are considered, but whatever, consider Uh, it what you'd like. (laughs) mine, Mine might be a reach, but I don't care. Um, I have. Still says clock. Who are you? Who do you want? No, let me just load it. It'll come back up. Now I'm on the clock. Oh, I could take quarterback one, uh, Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Uh, no, I, we talked about this guy before. Um, I think there's going to be more of a split time than 
that's led on to start the year. Yeah. And I'll take it. It's a good pick. Not a bad pick. Uh, all right. That does it for our draft. AJ's team or Aaron's team looks like Austin Eckler, Tyree Kill, James Connor, Josh Jacobs, Michael Pittman, DeAndre Hopkins, Adam Thielen, Dak Prescott, Rashad Petty, Michael Gallup, Russell Cage, Gus Edwards. Ooh, if, I'm not going to go if through you, the rest of these if you teams. Wanna, if you want to alternate, and I know you can do it now when you're on the thing. If you want to take out Gus Edwards, I just wanted to prove my point and put a tight end. I don't care. I, well, I, I just actually, yes, gonna, for the graphic we purposes, I will. Them. Yeah. We're Who are you going to take for your Earth tight end? Okay, great. Um, text me that in the group chat so I can remember that. Um, but all right, that's your team. AJ's team headlined by Jonathan Taylor, Josh Allen, Kyle Pitts, Jalen Waddle, Cortland Sutton. My team headlined by Travis Kelsey, Alvin Kamara, David Montgomery, Deontay Johnson, and Michael Thomas. Let us know what you think of our mock drafts and uh, let us know if you think they suck. Let us know if you think they're great. Uh, Summer mock. Tune in. <laughs> Summer mock. Summer mock 2K22. Uh, shitty mock. Shitty, shitty summer mock 2K22 for me. No, on no, this no, no, end, no, 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 no. Y'all could have your shitty mock. I'm a- your mock is what? Yeah. I will take that thing. team right now. Add that to the rough cut. I'm you keep talking shit. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> You're ruining me. <laughs> I would take that team right now. Like at, what? if my draft looks like that in a 12 teamer, I'm a I'm a champion. That's all. Right. It's not a bad team. Not a bad team. I know. <laughs> I don't I don't hate any of those picks except I, no, I don't hate any of those picks. I do hate some of my picks because <laughs> I went back to back. Michael Thomas, AJ Dillon was just not what my heart really wanted. Um, and uh, that's what happened. But it's the summer mock. It doesn't matter. We'll be back again on Wednesday morning, live at 10 a.m. Eastern time right here on YouTube at the Sac City Pod, where you can follow us on social media at that same handle on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok for my best friend, Aaron Mukes, and for your boy, AJ Johnson, I am me. We will see you Wednesday. Holla. Happy fourth and be safe. America. Thanks for listening to the Sac City Podcast. You made it this far, so you must have liked that show. If you did, go ahead and think of two people you can share this episode with. We can never have too many people in the city. So don't forget to hit that follow button. Sac City. Population. One more.